Welcome to Blind Guys Chat, where this guy, Oren O'Neill. Hello. And this guy, Jan Bloom. Hello. And this guy, Stuart Lawler. Hello. Talk about the A to Z of life. Well, hello there, and you're very welcome to Blind Guys Chat. Now, the weather this week is going to be very, very mixed. We've got coming in from the West, we have Professor Luke O'Neill, who's going to be endorsing the Blind Guys uh, about, for taking the vaccine. And now we're going to have a North Wind coming in, that'll be Claire's bail bite. And coming in from the South, we're going to be talking about the clubhouse, whatever the hell that... Well, I don't know why I'm doing this, but anyway, hello guys, how are you? Welcome to episode I, number 12. I, I did wonder what happens there. Where you you would wonder, yeah. Welcome yeah. back. Just, just came over me there for a second. Oh, yeah. How are we yeah, all I doing, really guys? I shocked. Orin does Jerry Murphy. <laughs> Jerry Murphy, the better guy, yeah. That's where we're attempting to do, yeah. We'd have to get Jerry on the show. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, you must have. Well, but but we we have a lot of um, yeah strange things, you know. Last week we, uh, weekend we had minus ten, and this weekend we had plus fifteen, so it was wow. a difference of twenty five degrees. I was having a nice uh, walk um, uh, with Chef, but the kids are all wearing shorts and uh, t-shirts, and they were uh, yeah crazy, you know. It's, uh, oh, today yeah, it's, was it's lovely amazing. here in Dublin. Yeah. It's the Sunday as we record, and it was really really nice. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah we expect similar weather, weather. To, to yeah, yeah, proper spring weather in uh, it is in this part really of the world. really cool. And you hear the birds, you know, singing, yeah. etc. And and you smell also spring is in the air. It's really nice. It's uh, yeah. I think it also makes you feel a little bit better, doesn't it? I know we're all still locked down, and you know, it's we're going to be like this for a little while. But you kind of feel, you know, something we've mm. got through the depths. Yeah. Let's hope of the winter anyway, and we're now come out the other side. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and we we got also news from uh, here the our uh, lockdown we uh, are extending curfew, but uh, the the hair saloons are able to open up again. And oh, even you're very lucky. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also on Friday, uh, our famous chef, you know, uh, he's uh, well known as a guide dog in this uh, in this podcast. <laughs> he was also going to the hair cutter. Yeah, so oh, yeah, deadly. Yeah. So, uh, well, Larry's going on Friday week. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And yeah. and you know he is then a totally different dog. You know, it is such a nice. Uh, he sees jumping around crazy and whatever, and but but he feels also uh, yeah fresh. You know, but uh, he has also such long legs, but now so thin. You know, so it's really funny to see. I I uh, I badly need a haircut, so maybe I'll go over to the Netherlands, Jan, and yeah. get, go to one of your hair salons. Yeah, you I'm sorry, you're not allowed haircut. to fly. You know, you're not allowed to fly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing. Otherwise, you are highly welcome. But that's, that's just a small problem, yeah. Small yeah, problem. Small the hold. Well, this is almost, as I said, I think I said the last one, this is almost becoming a, a routine now on the podcast. I believe you've got another update about Buy Me. <laughs> and the Buy Me Yeah, and I'll here. keep this yeah. one quick. Look, everyone knows about Buy Me at this stage and that we're talking to them. And, you know, I have to keep saying this to be fair to them. They are getting in touch. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, they have been sending the emails giving me just tell me what's going on. So unfortunately, there were to be some updates. We thought we'd see them by the time this show is going out. Alas, that hasn't happened. They did contact me to say there was some delays, but oh. that there will be an update with labelled buttons very soon. I did follow up on um, the update about scheduling your slot when you want to get your shopping. Mm-hmm. And they said oh, that yeah. the delivery slot is not currently on the roadmap. Is there competition actually in your place with uh, these uh, companies who do these uh, similar it's a, jobs? Yeah, there there are a few. I mean, there is some. There's a couple of um, stores, I suppose, do their own thing. Yeah, uh, because like Tesco, this, for example, this is not here. really uh, the best positive, uh, you know, reputation what they have. Uh, I'm, they, I'm trying a kind of a, a softly, softly keep in touch with them kind of thing. But I did yeah. say, look, the, the, the whole scheduling of, you know, knowing when your shopping is going to be delivered is really important and it would be really yeah. good if they could do that as a matter of urgency. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. hopefully they will. But that's the update. You will, we will be seeing an update, I really hope, by before the next show with labelled buttons for and a better uh, search um, experience, so we're told. Are you using this app still also, Oren, you and Claude? Or... Uh uh, Claudia you, is, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. She okay. would totally agree, even though you know she doesn't need the the accessibility 
she would totally agree with Stuart that it's not the uh, best app. the best app to use. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah, and it's really interesting because so. because somebody else and I I think maybe Claude even said this to me, but I know someone else said to me last week, uh, and they they have full vision. They were mm-hmm. using the Buy Me app and said it's actually horrible to use in general, even if you have yeah. uh, sight. Apparently, I use an app here as well. And uh, when it's not available, then you get uh, a suggestion, um, you know, to 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 pick differently. And otherwise, yeah. Okay. And when it's not available on the day of delivery, then you get also a notice and then you'll be refunded. And um, and sometimes you will get an article in place, but that is not really uh, well when it's only the same. uh, Yeah. uh, Lookalike in a way. I have a friend who's using Super Value here, and she was telling me about this the last oh. few weeks. And, and, and I've set up an account with Super Value, and I need to just start getting my head around that. So I might try that as well. But I, I'm kind of, I'm in the whole, um, the buy me ecosystem now, for want of a better okay. word. So I, oh, and I, yeah. I do want to kind of work with them and hope to get the app fixed. So just mm. for everyone who's using buy me, if things can, as the song says, things can only get better. And if yeah. it doesn't work yeah. out, the three of us will just set up our own uh, Buy Me. Um, okay, yeah, we're doing uh, lots of stuff that we're busy enough already with Blind Guys vaccination. We should have no yeah. problem doing the yeah, shopping yeah, for anybody. Yeah. 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 No, that's I think true. I'd rather do vaccines. <laughs> I wouldn't no, be very, I wouldn't uh, be very you, good doing shopping. You will do the cup of tea, you know? And the, the, the I do the cup of tea yeah. and you're I doing do the You're running you at know? them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm throwing the needles in, you know? So you throw the needles, I make the tea and Oren does the sandwich. Yeah, okay. that's, that's good. F- and the talking, you know, we talk all the time. Uh, hopefully later on we're going to get endorsed by Professor Luke O'Neill. Who yeah, we're yeah, to. yeah, yeah. Very exciting. Now let's talk about uh, this week's Braille Bite because it's going to be finishing off the series of bold and italics. And what are we left with, Stuart? Uh, you did this yeah, week. this Was week it, we're left underline? with the underline. So Claire is going to tell us about the underline symbol in UEB. Great. You can email blindguyschat at gmail.com or tweet us at blindguyschat if you've any comments or questions. Now time again for another Braille Bite. Delighted as always to welcome back the lovely Claire Whelan. Claire, welcome back. Thank you very much, Stuart. And thank you very much for that lovely introduction. Well, it was a little bit miffed last last show, I have to say. You were with Oren and, you know, it sounded like as though you you thought Oren was better than me. But he's not really, sure he's not. Well, if I tell you the truth, you won't say anything to him. Of course I won't. It's only you and me on this. No, no, you're 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 the best. Thanks. You're Claire. better than him because he's he's I don't know. I don't know how you happen there, Stuart. Well, he's cheap, to be honest. So we keep well, him. For, I suppose, yeah. We keep yeah. him around, you know. We can't get yeah. the staff. He's so. good for something, Stuart. You know. He's a nice man. He's a nice yeah. man on a Monday, but we don't record on a Monday, so we don't see but the I, nice part of him. I'd say no more, right? Now make sure you don't look at him. That's Stuart, right? Okay, yeah. Claire. Mm. Now, uh, how are you anyway? I'm fine, Stuart. I'm doing really well. Busy, kept busy. Good. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. So this is the sort of the third in our little series where we looked at the three, I suppose, Braille markings. And today we're talking about underlines, isn't that right? That's right. We're going to finish them today, hopefully. We've done the bold and the italics and the now the underline is the last one. And, and the underline, Claire, is these are this is a new code, like uh, this is a new uh, sign, rather, uh, same as the bold is new in UEB. We didn't have these previously. Yes, in UEB, we are in SEB, sorry, Stuart, we had just four and six, and that's just indicated that something was either bold or italics or underline. But now each one has their own symbol or their own sign, whichever, uh, like what we did. Um, the one, the italics was four, six, and dot two. Um, the bold was four, five, and dot two. The underline now is four, five, six, and dot two. So they all have the dot two to start off with. It's just the the first cell is different. Okay. So there is a logic there, as you say, dot four, six, four, five, and then four, five, six is the underline. Yes. So if we saw an underline before a word, is that four, five, six with dot two? That's it. That's the start. Yes, four, uh, four, five, six, and dot two is indicating that the 
somewhere in that uh, sentence, there's a word underlined. It could be just all, one word or it could be a whole passage that are underlined. But if the whole passage is underlined, you have the four, five, six and the lower G. Again, in the three of them, there's a lower G. So that could be a heading that's um, underlined or um, just one or two words, but it won't have the lower, the lower G in it. It'll just have dot two. But the four, five, six and low G um, is only used at the end of a, of a passage or a number of words together that are underlined. It's used right? at, it's, it's, it's the start of a passage, four, five, six and lower G. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. And it won't be used at the end of a passage. At the end of a passage, it's four, five, six and dot three. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense, Stuart? Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> The start of a passage is four five six with a low G, yeah. and the end of a passage is four five six with dot three, and the underline itself is uh, four five six followed by dot two. Yes. Okay. That's just now the four five six and the dot three terminates the underline passage, and it's the same with the underline, the uh, italics, and the bold. They all have the dot three at the terminator, but you'd have obviously the four, six, and three for the italics. You'd have four, five, and dot three for the bold. And now you have four, five, six, and dot three for the terminator for the underline. Okay. I think getting those into your head is, is really the key thing, isn't it? Well, it is. You know, when I was learning SCB, as I said, the four six was so simple, but it, it it's a good, it, these are good indicators that something is bold, italics and underline, okay. whereas you really have to study them. Now, it seems like a lot more work that you have, to, more you have to, you know, remember. And then um, as in print, if a word is bolded and one of those three, it has to be a different sign. So yeah. it's not as easy to remember them all, but you really need to study them all because I had to study them all. It's definitely the one thing, Claire, for me with when I was, I suppose, starting to read uh, UEB, that and the brackets were the thing that sort of threw a little bit of confusion for me until I understood what was going on. Yes, I can totally agree with what you're saying. The brackets, I dreaded them as well, Stuart round brackets, square brackets, but you do get them once you keep practicing them. Really, okay. You know, you really have to read the UEB to plenty of UEB because there are a few changes that, you know, are hard to to take in sometimes. If, not, if you're, at, well, I don't think you're anything like me, Stuart. But, um, oh, believe me, Claire, I struggle with them too. So I think practice is the key in all this, exactly, exactly. as you say. Yeah, definitely, Stuart. All right. Yeah. That, that's been a, this has been a really interesting little mini series, I suppose, in UEB. Um, so thank you for sharing the last three sessions with us. Um, it's been brilliant. We're coming back next time for more, Claire. We yes. always love to get more Braille tips from uh, from our Braille Bite uh, guru. Um, <laughs> but for the moment, thanks a million and stay safe. We'll chat to you soon. I will, Stuart, and you too. Thank you. Now, I have to say, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed, Stuart. Why? There seems, mm. to be, there seems to be a little bit of favouritism going on here, and I really think the only way we can, we can solve this is if Jan does the next Braille Bite. Claire, she seems to be switching from you know, her likes and her dislikes of who she likes this week and who she doesn't like this, and I was uh, kind of almost offended by you. Know, yeah, all I'd say you're better, is... You're better than me, you know. Claire, Claire oh. Whelan is a lovely lady. We had the pleasure of working together for nearly 10 years. I always Days signed off her annual leave oh. and bits and pieces. She knows which side her bread is buttered. That's all I'll say. Well, I just think she's still afraid of you because you used to be her boss. No, I was very nice to her. <laughs> oh, we, maybe okay, we should okay, bring okay. her on and you can ask her about those days. Yeah, she yeah, has yeah, nothing, yeah, but yeah. it's like school days. She calls them the <laughs> happiest days of her life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I think you holidays. can write a book about it. Hey, you can write a book about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I'll write a book about <laughs> yeah. my life with Claire. And then we will do a nice uh, video uh, with an uh, audio description. You know, <laughs> the conversations yeah, we used to have in my office. Views. But uh, anyway, anyway. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> Claire's a lovely lady. That's all I want to say. Thank you for another great Braille bite, Claire. Yeah, it was great. You. Yeah, that ends the yeah. series uh, for bold, italic, and underline, which is a good little series actually to do. In, uh, yeah, for UEB. it is. Yeah. And as as we were saying on the piece, you know, it is the the area where UEB is a little bit different. And if you are learning UEB and transitioning from standard English Braille, uh, you'll definitely come across those signs, and they can be a little bit strange. So I think Claire. Uh, really went through them very well there and, and showing us what's what. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you're up next <laughs> to yeah, do the sure. bite with Claire. Yeah, no problem. Because she loves you. She Ooh, loves you. She does. Yeah, she, she does. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's always good to be the hard to get, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> would be good. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving moving on then to uh, our next topic, which we've widened a little bit this week. We're doing TV Corner, but we're also going to talk about audiobooks and and also what we prefer about do we read do we read or do we prefer audio audiobooks Listen. listening to books. Yeah. Uh, but I get it out of the way first because Stuart Lawler has been just going on and on about this program on yeah. Netflix all week. Stuart, yeah, yeah, yeah. behind her eyes or yeah. behind the lies or what, what's yeah, it called? Yeah, I think so, you have shares uh, in this program. It's, ca- it's called Behind Her Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Behind Her Eyes. I started watching it on Friday night and I was like, my God. Now, it is, if you like psychological thrillers, it's it's a psychological thriller, but it's so, I'm sorry to say, that it's so screwed up. The whole thing is so messed up. You won't oh. know what's going on half the time. But it's really? great. It's a great watch. Am I right, Stuart? It is Bono's daughter. Um, yeah, Bono's daughter, Eve Houston, is one of the one of the. There, it, I guess it, it centers around three characters. I suppose that's that's what I'll say. I don't, mm. I don't want to go too much into it, but it essentially starts with a uh, Louise. She has a son, age seven, whose name is Adam. So I kind of had to like it straight away. She did. <laughs> so she goes out to a bar. She meets a guy. They have a bit of a snog and then it turns out the next day this guy is her new boss and then it just oh. goes from there. Yeah. It just goes mad after that. So I definitely recommend if you're into psychological thrillers and uh, enjoy it yeah. or I think you'd be interested to see Well, we watched one episode of it last night and then the second thing we watched uh, because I was waiting for it on Apple TV was For All Mankind Series 2. So okay. I've watched one episode of For All Mankind of Series 2 and it was very good. Is this the one where it said what if the Russians had gone to space, what it would be like? Is that? What yeah, it, it has reversed everything. So what oh. what has happened in the in series one is that the Russians have gone to the moon first. There's a lot of political stuff in it um, okay. about you know the Russians and the Americans and that. But I'll tell you what there is. Nixon is the president, of course, mm-hmm. at the, at the mm-hmm. same time. And they've done this wonderful um, kind of transcripts of recordings of Nixon on the phone with the, I, I forget what the, the CEO of NASA is called, but uh, uh, like he's the head of NASA, whatever. But Big boss. He is, they've done this kind of fake, uh, these fake recordings. And you would think from hearing tape recordings of Nixon or, or television that the person who's doing this, it actually is Nixon. It sounds so real. So in this series, Ronald Reagan is the president. So they're in the they're in the eighties. Okay. Oh, they're but, in the 80s now. Okay. But Ronald Reagan has been president since nineteen seventy six, mm. which isn't true because he I think he was in he became president in nineteen eighty. Uh, mm. So there's all these mm. little tiny little twists about you know the the information. Some of it is true, but some of it isn't. No. Look, one of the things that 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 just didn't happen is that. Um, NASA is now this huge, huge uh, organization that has infinite amounts of money to just spend on anything. Mm. Um, and one of the things they're doing now is is going Go off to, to colonize Mars. Mars, I think. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really it's really well done, um, and I I would highly recommend. Okay. Going to, going and watching series one. Uh, from I think there's ten episodes, and then come on to series two. Okay, no, I'm definitely um, going to give that a shout, uh, a, a watch. And, yeah, and um, there's some really good actors yeah. in it as well. Um, okay, but it's an so interesting yeah, one. Just that I really, yeah. There's there's one that I came across really briefly. It's um, it's called Losing Alice. 
Again, it's a psychological thriller. Ah, yes. Um, it's an Apple TV show, and it's set in Israel, so it is dubbed, or what's the, yeah, dubbed into yeah. English. Um, okay. And it's about an, it's about a, um, a director in her late 40s, I think she's a writer, and she meets this young uh, writer on a train and becomes kind of obsessed with her. And then her husband, it's a kind of, he, it, it seems to be this kind of tangled three-way uh, entanglement and the husband gets involved and they become kind of obsessed with this young woman and want to get uh, write her, uh, or rather get involved with a show that she's trying to make into a movie. Uh, it was a bit slow. I'm going to try it again, but it might be worth watching. Okay, well, I'm going to be selfish and uh, put a call out to the world in general. Mm. I'm looking for the last, well, not the last four, but four books in the remaining series of Jack Reacher. Oh. So I decided, well, while I'm doing this call out, I'll ask the guys, what are you reading, if anything? And I suppose more importantly... Do you prefer to read or listen to audiobooks? Can I just ask you, in relation to the yeah. books you're looking for, are you presumably mm-hmm. a member of a couple of libraries? Or are you? Did you look yeah. maybe on? I'm a member on some of, the local of services here. yeah. We there's a nice app we have here in Ireland. I don't know if it's a worldwide app called mm. BorrowBox. No, and that allows you to link into your local library if you are a member of it. Okay, and in there you can download. Uh, digital books, uh, both e-books and audio books. This is where I've got most of my uh, reading for the Jack Reacher series is, is from my local library. And I'm also using the e-reader app uh, with the uh, NCBI library as well. So in actual fact, I think I might have done, I might have read one or two of the Jack Reacher series uh, yeah. from books downloaded uh, from the NCBI library. But they're Are the they main two. I'm or, uh... Are they in Daisy? No, they're straight. They're straight audiobooks. Straight uh, audiobook recordings. Um, The unabridged versions I always like. uh, Okay. Or there's one maybe that that and and I suppose the reason I was asking you about kind of where you had looked for these in what libraries. uh, Caliber Audio Library and people may not know this by the way, but Caliber Audio Library now has a digital download section. And it's free. It's not just, you're not just in the UK. You can sign up from anywhere. Okay. And they use um, Easy Reader to, to, to get the books. Ah, and yeah, yeah. I was right. really impressed with the, with the collection they had and the quality of the stuff. So mm. have a look at Caliber Audio Library. You might get them there. I'll put it in the show notes for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're so now, good. Here in Holland, we have also a very nice uh, system with the Dutch um, library system, and and you can uh, have it all uh, nicely downloaded. But and they are sometimes in in Daisy, and sometimes not. But it's oh uh, really? It, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's well done. And and I prefer you were asking uh, prefer reading Braille or listening to audiobooks. Yeah. Uh, well, it is both ways. Sometimes you really enjoy reading a Braille book, you know to have the feeling, sit on the couch, have no no worries about um, is my battery charged or whatever, you know, do I wear headphones or whatever. No, you can simply sit in the room uh, with a book on your laps and um, and read, you know, and that is, yeah, very good. But it's also nice to, um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm a slow braille reader, to be honest. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, a, 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 a late learner, yeah, Oren, you, you as yeah. well. But uh, so th- then it's sometimes too slow, you know, but, and then a braille yeah. book is, it takes you hours or uh, days or yeah. whatever, you know, yeah. months even or a year. <laughs> is, uh, yeah. but, uh, but an audio book, yeah, that, that is really funny because yeah, it's, uh, the, the, the first time I learned to uh, to appreciate a braille book when i was in nepal and then the harry potter books uh, were just uh, broadcasted or 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 de- delivered in yeah. cd format and i loved them it was really uh, uh, yeah. do you know this uh, british actor who was reading stephen them? fry oh stephen yeah. fry yeah yeah oh yeah. my god y- they you know so yeah and I, f- I find i find it really interesting jan that you're talking about kind of braille reading and maybe and and i always find it interesting talking to people where braille reading books fits into your life and for me i'd always read things in braille that i want to remember that i want to really digest Mm. but i tend to my leisure reading tends to be audio almost exclusively audio okay so when i'm lying in bed at night i'll put on an audio book and i'll often fall asleep Uh but i don't 
I would read Braille for work and I'd read Braille maybe for something that I really want to, uh, you know, maybe if I'm studying, but not so much for leisure. Sometimes I'm too fed up with listening the whole day, you know, to JAWS or whatever, you know, to to your computer or voiceover. And then it is nice to relax and to have your your ears, sorry, the difficult word, (laughs) to uh, free from anything, uh, yeah, uh, relaxing, you know, and then have have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. And actually, sometimes I used to find when I was maybe, I guess it's been a good few years now, but when I used to maybe be, um, say, with my my parents, maybe over Christmas, and they'd be watching on the TV, and I'd put on my earphones to read an audio book, you almost feel sort of uh, maybe not part of the group, or you're kind of disconnected. Whereas if you're reading Braille, maybe it would be different. Your ears wouldn't be covered, Mm -hmm. and you're still aware of what's Mm -hmm. going on around you. I don't know. It's, it's no, an it's true. Very and also when you're a part of a living room, you know, with, with the family or other friends or whatever, when you're sitting there and wearing the, uh, a headphone or those uh, butts, you know, uh, AirPods, then it is uh, you're somehow disconnected, you know? Yeah. That yeah. is even yeah, when you definitely. only wear one, uh, that, but, but still people think that you're not part of them, you know? Yes. Uh, and yeah. when you read a book or, um, w- yeah, with your hands, then people, uh, yeah, they bring you uh, in 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 the conversation. Sometimes you're um, even paying not attention because you're in the book. But that's, mm. uh, but but I prefer, uh, yeah, sometimes really to read a braille book just to relax and to have, uh, yeah. I'd love to hear from other people. What do listeners? Yeah. What do you? You know, be very interesting. Do you? Do people read? Do people listen? And then there there are people, and this really annoys me. By the way, really quick bugbear. There are people oh. who say, "Oh, it's not. Re- you're not reading. You're listening." Look, it's just a ah, word. No. Someone says, "I'm reading a book," and they're listening to an audio book. My God, like yeah. they're reading. Yeah, that's, yeah. they're reading a book. It doesn't matter. It's no, just that's a word. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you, folks. So please let us know how you prefer to read. Uh, yeah by digitally or uh, audiobook or just a plain paper book uh, in braille give us a tweet at, at blind guys chat if you if you want or send us an email either by text or you can even send us an audio message an audio message rather uh, at we blind, did a catastrophe sorry, last week by the way gmail.com yep. we can test a what Big disaster here Big, oh, no. the, the oil I ran out of oil I had to really? order oil for the tweet machine oh, and it was down oh. for two days because there was, oh, no. there was some issue with oil delivery and then when it did arrive it was like pouring oil into this thing <laughs> to get it going again so thank God it's back up but it was really okay. it was without the tweet machine for two days oh. really tough no, well, I thought we were using palm oil, you know, instead of normal oil. We're using oil Ah, yeah. Oh, you look so no, beautiful. The, the, uh, <laughs> no, the, <laughs> no, I think the tweet machine takes kerosene. <laughs> oh, kerosene. Ooh, that's flying off. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully uh, we'll get plenty of tweets and plenty of comments from the next part of the show, yep. which is our main event. And it's our interview with Professor Luke O'Neill. Now, there's been loads of talk about blind vaccination over the last couple of episodes. Lots of people getting in touch saying they want to receive their COVID vaccine from the blind guys. But guys, we, we don't really know anything about giving vaccines and we're not very good. We just go for it. No, no, no. No, I'm a little bit nervous because people have said to me, when am I getting my vaccine? So I rang an expert. Oh. And I'm delighted to welcome Professor Luke O'Neill to the Blind Guys Chat. Luke, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Stuart. Very happy to be here. We're so glad you're here because I'm a bit nervous about doing these vaccines and people are asking me, when am I getting my vaccine? So we thought we should ask you a bit about the vaccine. Yeah, the expert. (laughs) I think the first thing I was, and I was just thinking of this this morning, like a year ago, we were just starting to hear of COVID-19. We now have potentially four vaccines and more on the way. This must be a scientific miracle almost that this has happened so quickly. I think it'll, it'll go down as the best scientific achievement of 100 years, Stuart, to be honest, because to go from an unknown virus, as you've said, probably, you know, within like nine months, then there was a vaccine in someone's arm that was highly efficacious. I mean, these vaccines have hit 95 percent efficacy. That's unprecedented in many ways. So it's a massive testament to all this great science and medicine and everything. And remember, it's not an overnight success. We have to know an awful about the immune system, how it works, how to make vaccines, different types and all the rest of it. You know, that's fed into this campaign, really. And then you're right. I think there's as many as uh, 
Last count, there were 11 vaccines. Isn't that incredible? Wow. That wow. will become available one by one. As you know, in Ireland, we've three now approved. I would predict we'd have five by, by April time. So it's a hugely successful endeavour, really, when you think about it. And there's lots of people, I suppose, at the moment talking about the different types of vaccines. We've heard different things about maybe uh, certain vaccines working better in different age groups. Mm-hmm. And I suppose we're still, all this is still so new, isn't it? And we're still looking for, uh, I guess, there's more people to, to, to take the vaccines and looking yeah. at, the, at the data and, and what's produced. At one level, I say to people, don't worry, we look after all that for you. You know, I mean, what's amazing is all this information is out there now. One's 95 percent, one's 66, over 70s, all that stuff. This wouldn't be unusual over the decades with new vaccines, for instance, just on the public domain at the moment. You know? And it's understandable yeah. people want to know the appetite for knowledge is massive. Now, on the, on the plus side, transparency is so important with all this because we want to reassure people. All the data is there. Anybody can look at it and find out about it, you know. Uh, but equally then, people are maybe a bit too well informed because people are worried, you know. And yeah. I, I can tell you, I can give you the bottom line. They all work great. I would take any yeah. vaccine I'm offered, for instance. Okay. They're all highly efficacious. You know? that's, a, that's a question I wanted to ask you. Uh, have you had your vaccine yet? Just as a... No, I'm not in a vulnerable group. Because <laughs> yeah. we, we thought you were. Like that's why you're on the blind guys because you're in a vulnerable group. Yeah, they'd be looking after me, wouldn't you? But no, no, I'm 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 uh, 56 years of age. I've no comorbidities, diseases. You know, I'm not on the front line uh, in okay. a hospital, so I don't qualify for the moment. So yeah, and, and, and what is the time frame then? Sorry, Professor Luke, uh, for 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 Ireland because on the map or of every uh, European results, Holland is also, I think, not really in the in the major league. I would say, yeah. you know. Well, I think we look at the UK enviously, yeah, don't we? Yeah. Mm. No, I, and, and Denmark it seems to be also fair, doing Denmark's very doing well. good. My, my opposite number in Bath in the UK is an old mate of mine. He's a professor of pharmacology. He's getting vaccinated today. And he's like, he's exactly, exactly like me, same age. I say, you, wow. you're a lucky guy. Why am I go? I think it's just a question of, of logistics and yeah. supply. The UK got in early. Now, the UK actually, here's a good one for you. They may not have done that great a job, you know, to get the vaccine campaign quickly out in the UK. Yeah, they, yeah. they signed deals with pharma companies. They're paying top dollar. That's the first thing, right? They, uh-huh. the, secondly, the, 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 the liability thing is more complex. The, the UK government is not underwriting those vaccines. We are in Europe. That took time to negotiate, you know. And remember, yeah. if Ireland had gone alone, whatever about Denmark or whatever, if we had gone alone, we wouldn't have vaccines because it's all about the, the, the size of the population. Separate deals mm-hmm. wouldn't have favoured small countries in that situation, yeah. you know. So we had yeah, to go yeah. with the EU to get access to it, you see. So yeah. it's a very unfair comparison, I think, saying, well, the UK is ahead of us. They've done certain things that we couldn't do, and we could have been left out, basically, as a small country. You know, Denmark might have been the same, for instance. You know? I think we'll all catch up. Once we get to sort of April, May time, will be similar. You know what I mean? So the UK got in early. Israel are actually the poster child. They got in really early. They've now done, I think, two thirds of their people, you know. But eventually we'd all be covered. It's just a matter of, just a matter of the next yeah. couple of months, really. Luke, I wanted to ask, I suppose, while we're waiting for the magic vaccine, while everybody's waiting for the blind guys to vaccinate yourselves, there are things we need to keep doing, wearing masks and washing our hands and all things we've been hearing about for the last year or so. And mask wearing, I think, for blind people is interesting because a a number of people used to say to me, I'm maybe going out for a walk and saying to me, would you wear a a mask when you're walking? And I say, no, I only wear a mask when I'm uh, I'm going into a shop or something. But should we maybe be wearing masks when we're walking outside? And in particular, maybe people who don't know how close somebody might be passing. Yeah, I think so. It's all about proximity and being together. I mean, this virus is so malign, as we know. We can't have any social contact because it spreads, right? Now, Mm -hmm. if you're in an environment where you can't maintain the two metres, especially if there's a crowd of you, that applies outdoors as well as indoors. Remember, if you're in the middle of a big crowd in a park or somewhere, that's a higher risk because obviously you're closer to people. So I think you're right. It, it makes sense if you're not sure if you're in a crowd or not, wear a mask. And it's not that difficult. Is it? In, fact, in no. fact, the guideline changed anyway for everybody. We should wear masks outdoors. Now, if you're on your own in the middle of a field <laughs> and nobody's near you, that's okay. You know, yeah, right, so if you yeah, go for yeah. a walk or you're in a crowd and you're not sure of the numbers it, it makes sense to wear a mask yeah. so guys wear your masks i suppose yeah yeah, yeah. what about guide dogs should guide dogs wear masks as well oh guide dogs oh my god <laughs> yeah as long as they collect the pooper scooper that's <laughs> <laughs> get a mask on larry and get chef there, guys. yeah i Quick. will i will i will make one yeah 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 no it's true. may i ask also after we have all been vaccinated for example in europe you know ireland and holland and in uk etc how will it be 
uh, then when you for for the future traveling yeah. all over world, will it be only safe when everyone is vaccinated, or when what is this? When can uh, we get out and about again? Yeah. You want to say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're mad to travel. I like to get out. <laughs> <laughs> These are hard questions to answer, and to be honest, but. Um, yeah. But no, it will come back eventually, remember. We're looking at a good six, 12-month period of constraints, I predict, because even if you want to get to 80% vaccination, by the way, that, that's, that's the sort of magic number. Okay. Because that means the virus will definitely be suppressed then. It'll have nowhere mm-hmm. to hide, you know? And especially with the news from Israel, which is very good this weekend, they're, they're proving it's 94% efficacious and they're decreasing mm-hmm. transmission, which means you won't spread it among each other, you know, any, any of us, you know? That's a great sign. So that these are all yeah. good signs, but it's still a work in progress, remember. And until we get to 80%, there's still a risk of vulnerable people being infected you see and so on so so i, I can't see um, much changing in the next six months you, you may have a situation where vaccine passports that might come in okay and, and they might have green remember in the old days as we call it it's only, it's only a few months ago they designated these green countries so you could travel between yeah <laughs> that might yeah. come back it feels like so long after a vaccine to travel that, that's a possibility i think um, one of the one of the things I wanted to ask, and sorry for jumping in over Cloda, who I think is going to come in in a minute with some emails. One email that did jump out at me, Luke, and I'm going to paraphrase from a gentleman who said something along the lines of, why can't we all just follow the rules, lock everyone away for four weeks? Wouldn't the virus just die away? Would that have happened if we had literally gone nowhere? That's what China did, Stuart, in a sense. I mean, you, 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 that's true, because if you're infected, let's say, if luck, let's say bad luck, you get infected. Within two weeks, your body's cleared that virus completely and it's killed it. You know, you're no longer infectious. So if everybody locked themselves up for four or five, six weeks, there's a slight range, the virus would go away, you know. But the trouble is you can't guarantee it. People will, will sneak out. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, think, I, mean, I think the Chinese had drones over people's houses. You know, they are very wow. sort of strict. It's a civil liberty question in the end. And mm. even if one person got out, it can take off again. So it's very yeah. hard to achieve, you know, so... Having that as a goal scientifically is sound, but based on human behavior, it's impossible. That's, that's the way you would have to view that one. Are there any issues with, with certain types of medication and the vaccine so far that in, in research? Yeah, broadly does, does not, or no. Anybody on medication can be vaccinated. Now, you've got to double check it with your vaccinator just to be on the safe side, obviously, because there could be other things that's wrong with you or whatever. But, but broadly speaking, no. There's, no, well, there's plenty there's wrong no, with me, but it wouldn't. Well, yes. <laughs> we know that. Well, we keep all, quiet. We first keep of all, quiet. you're an O'Neill. That, that's well, that's time. true. Hey, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, oh. one issue was people on immunosuppressants, because there's people would say rheumatoid arthritis, which I was just lecturing on this morning, or MS, or... Now, they always wonder, look, I'm on an immunosuppressant. Can I have a vaccine? Because they seem to go against each other. The advice is yes, actually. It may decrease efficacy slightly if you're on an immunosuppressant, but overall, you will still get protection from the vaccine. So, you know, the general guidelines are. There are some medications which would be listed as being, you know, contraindicated is the technical term for this, but the vast majority are fine. Will this speed up, do you think, vaccinations for other diseases? For other viruses, well, other... It's, it's remarkable. I mean, it's a bit like the moonshot. You know, we got we discovered Teflon to cover our pots in our kitchens or whatever, you know. So mm-hmm. the spin outs from this research is going to be massive because there's so much research into this virus, the immune system, inflammation, my area. We're making discoveries that will apply to other diseases. That's one hope. And I'd be very optimistic about that. Secondly, vaccines for other diseases. Absolutely. We've proven yeah. that. The RNA technology, and we all know what that is now, don't we? You know, the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, that could be used now for HIV, yeah. malaria, you know, and even yeah. autoimmune diseases, interestingly, and cancer. Yeah. So, is, so, is malaria also a virus then? No, that's a parasite, yeah. A but, parasite, but, yeah. They've yeah. been trying to get a vaccine for malaria for decades, okay. I know. And, and there have been a couple of breakthroughs there, by the way. They've been doing better lately, you know. But now we've got a great way to make a vaccine because those RNA vaccines were never approved before. It's the first time yeah. ever, in fact. An RNA Luke. vaccine was approved. So, so all the companies. Now, I saw a prediction actually last was a couple of weeks ago. In the bio, I work on biotech things as well. I'm involved in various drug companies and my, my own companies, for instance. So, so a, a big report says the number one development in the world of drug companies will be vaccination now, because we now have huge potential. And you can imagine if we got a vaccine into cancer, for instance, wouldn't that be tremendous? Yeah. yeah. So we're going to see a real increase in knowledge and. Um, new approaches to, to use the immune system to our advantage that will be outside infectious disease.
the the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, which is only one jab, the others are two. Has Johnson and Johnson got some kind of magic formula that the others have been looking for, or <laughs> is there any particular reason? That was, a, I mean, for heaven's sake, I said that that would be the big one, I think. And I'm, I'm, I'm putting my neck on the line and going, Johnson and Johnson will get us out of this mess more than any other company. They're a well-known vaccine company, sure. They've been working on vaccines for decades. They had a specific yeah. way to make vaccines, and they gave it a go. And lo and behold, it worked. It was a bit of luck, actually, as well, partly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Clodagh. Hi, you there? how are you? Hello. Yes. Hi, Clara. Hey. Hey. early on the show. Ooh, yeah. This is very exciting. I'm normally the very last person on. <laughs> um, Luke, it's lovely to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Clara. Um, I'm going to jump straight in. I have a big list of emails. We may not get through them all, but I'll give you, I'll just start and we'll see how far we get. Batter away. I'll try <laughs> and keep one line or three if I can. Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> Who made the world and why? Question. Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> Eilish, um, Eilish from Dunmanway says she's, I'm terrified of needles. Is there a vaccine that could be administered any other way? Not for the moment, no. But the needle is extremely thin, by the way. I mean, it's a, it's a painless thing. You won't feel it going in your arm. So, so my advice would be turn away. <laughs> don't, don't look. look. <laughs> Close we've, your eyes, Eilish. We've, we've been practicing with needles I'm on a, the arm. I'm a fast fictionator, you know. I'm yeah, Jan is actually yeah. very good yeah. at this. Yeah, yeah. Jan's going to be our master. You don't see it. Come on, master <laughs> vaccinator. <laughs> There's a follow-on question there, is really, which is very important for you, Lucas. When we're vaccinating, um, should we make? Should Jan be making a running start? <laughs> or you know, does he need to? Does he need to back up a bit and you know go into the next door neighbours? Well, that would just, certainly you know... frighten the person being vaccinated. Might they'd run away, <laughs> wouldn't they? <laughs> oh God. Okay. Well, um, I'm wondering should I follow on then, seeing as you're talking about you guys vaccinating people, Oren? Um, go we got we got an email from Claire. Yeah. Who says the blind guys have offered to vaccinate me, but how do I know they won't hurt me? Yes, also, very gentle fellows, I think. Just talk to them. <laughs> you don't know them very well, Luke. <laughs> she says, also, they're insisting to have, they have to inject my bum, and I don't want them to see my bum. <laughs> Jan said I, he wants to, I think, inject her bum. That's well, not, recommended. That's not they, recommended. They said it's okay as they're blind, but I'm worried they'll have to feel their way around, and I don't but like no. that idea, unless it's Jan. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Jan, Jan, Jan has preferential treatment. Yeah, yeah no, I tell you, there's a little something going on there. Yeah. Um, can you tell them to inject them, uh, inject it into my arm instead? So you've already Absolutely. done that. So that's you good. Have to, Perfect. Has to be a muscle. Very important. It goes into muscle. Oh, okay, uh, that's the interesting. Bottom, unless okay. that woman has a very muscular bottom, I think the, <laughs> the thing is to go into the muscle. Yeah, so we don't have to, to check that one out. So we don't have to find a vein, because one of the things we were talking about last yeah, week we was how do we find a vein? vein? No. Yeah. Although, I must correct myself, uh, Stuart, there is muscle in people's bums, so maybe the bum would work. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know that they'll find an easy... It's easy, guys. You don't need to find a vein, absolutely straight. Yeah. Into any muscle, the muscle oh. up in your upper arm is a good one to go out. Yeah. And we're sorted. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Claire, Claire doesn't have to worry, so I have yeah. one here from Seamus and Luke, and she sa- he says, uh, my mother, who is 89, says she doesn't want to get the vaccine, as she's going to die soon anyway. Soon enough, sorry, anyway. Anyway, she's a healthy woman who doesn't have any major illnesses and has no reason other than her age to think that she's near the end, the end of her life. What should I say to her? Well, it's her choice. Remember, th- these vaccines are mandatory. Um, so if she doesn't want to take it, that's up to her in a sense. But the risk of her being really ill and getting severe disease is high, you know? Right. So a sensible thing to do is to have to be vaccinated. And then secondly, my other thing to say to her is this, that if we want this country to escape this nightmare, we've got to 80% people have to be vaccinated. Yeah. So we should, we should do our civic duty, basically. It's yeah, not just about the, ourselves. The bottom it's about line is simple. Don't, don't think of yourself. Think of the community. That's the best way to approach vaccination anyway. You know, so that's the advice. That's really, that's really good advice. I love that. Um, P.O.L. said, I heard about someone having a very bad reaction to the vaccine. How do I know that won't happen to me? That's very carefully monitored now. I mean, the Pfizer vaccine has been in over 25 million people at this stage. I think maybe 30 had a bad reaction. Isn't that amazing? That's phenomenal. Yeah, that's the great. Risk is, mm. The risk is tiny. And remember, because they're new vaccines, you'll be kept with the doctor for 15 minutes. Yeah. You'll be kept for 30 if you have a history of any allergy. And even that's a tiny risk, you know. So they're yeah. doing the absolute best. But adapt. I don't know if you know, Luke, but uh, while we're in, while we're giving the vaccine out, uh, which we're doing very cheaply for seven euros fifty, uh, we're also including lunch in that fifteen oh, minute period. Over the fifteen minute minutes period. while they're waiting, they have yeah. lunch. I must, I must come to you guys. Free lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, hang on a minute. Blind guys vaccinating has just been uh, endorsed by Professor yes. Luke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're doing it in Stuart's gaff, and uh, and if they if they like you, they're going to give you an Irish coffee as well. Oh, very nice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Gráinne says, can I get 
can a vaccinated person still get infected or be a carrier of the disease? Yeah, we don't know, sadly. We'd love an answer to that one, Father. But now from Israel, yet again, the information is looking good on that one. So, so that's a positive. But still, we need to be careful. And the advice at the moment is when you're vaccinated, there's a risk of you getting infected. You won't get sick, but there's a chance of a bit of virus in your nose and you may give it to someone else. So the mask wearing will have to continue for the next few months with the people okay. vaccinated as well as everybody else. So that answers two questions then. Anne and Tracy want to know how soon after they've been vaccinated can they go back to normal? And Tracy said, can after her vaccination, can she relax and stop wearing masks? So the answer is not really. You need no, to be careful. No, I mean, what, what the likely timeline is as follows now. We, the, the vaccines will bring down the death rate huge. You know, Ireland, we're lucky. The death rate hasn't been that high, actually. But, but mm-hmm. the level of illness will go down massively, the level of hospitalizations. By the time we get to April or May, the government will have to start opening things up. Because you can't justify a strict lockdown, which is damaging in its own right, obviously, for obvious yeah. reasons, you know. So we're going to see from April, May on a slow return. Now, it might take three, four or five months. Our big fear is the, another winter. We don't want to have another big upsurge in the winter, do we? So it's going to be proceed. It's vaccines plus is the great phrase. So in other words, we keep doing what we're doing. The vaccine is our best friend to help us. And then we begin to move out of this. So it's about communicating that to the general public, because I think yeah, there's a misconception there that, you know, the yeah. vaccine's going to solve all the problems and it, it'll it certainly help a good lot, but it's not going to yeah. completely... Actually, yeah. one, one quick positive thought is on this is the CDC in America have issued a, a guideline. If you're vaccinated, right, and you come in contact with someone who's infected, in the mm-hmm. old days, you have to go into quarantine. You don't need to anymore. So that's mm-hmm. one immediate benefit of vaccination. You know? okay. That's brilliant. That's really oh, good. Most yeah. unlikely you're going to get infected, basically. You know, yeah. so that's a good one. We're going to see things like that coming in, you know, as, as, the, right. as the weeks go by. So it's all positive, but we need to, we need, we just need to do the kind of responsible thing, yep. I suppose, is the yep. message. Last one. Okay. So my husband got COVID-19 a few months ago. Surely he doesn't no, he didn't. get it. Not, this isn't me talking. This is, I, don't know, I don't know who this is from because they didn't sign it. Um, my husband got COVID-19 a few months ago. Orin is my husband, just to explain, Luke. Um, Except for surnames. Hang on a minute. You're trying to catch me out now. Oh, no, don't get me in trouble. He, he's, no, he refuses to change your name. Point blank. Right. No. Yeah, he's, he's very cross about that. Um, surely he doesn't Positive. need to get a vaccination as well. Or will it make him sick again? That's what they're asking. So he's been infected already, has he? Yes. Yeah, the advice is to take the vaccine again, because yeah. or take the vaccine because there's still a risk we don't fully know you see there's a risk if you're infected you may not be fully protected so the best thing at the moment is just take the vaccine right. and if anything actually to be honest here's a good one for you the advice might change if you've been infected you don't need two shots you just need one okay that's because right. your oh. immune system has already woken up you see with the infection in the coming weeks yeah. watch that okay. one so uh, that's cool yeah. and can okay. i can i just from my own self out of pure nosiness and i know this is not a question you can really answer but is there any kind of estimation as to how long these vaccines will be effective in our bodies yeah, that's, that's sadly the other one no now again there's good signs there so a study in california shows at least nine months worth of protection post-vaccination because the, the, the vaccines aren't even around for the past few months that yeah. was an experimental thing now I, i'd be optimistic on that one i'd say the, the worst the worst case scenario and this probably is the worst case in this regard is a booster every winter for the vulnerable Right. Mm. And that will be like the flu. Mm. You're not going to get a vaccine yeah. every winter. Yeah. So that, that's, that's the likely scenario, really. Yeah. Yeah. Although it right. is an unknown. I mean, you've got to keep telling people there's still unknowns with this. It's still brand new. But things are looking like that. From, the, from what we know now, what I've just said there is a likely scenario. Yeah. Brilliant. That's fantastic, yeah. Luke. Thank that's you. Fantastic, yeah. So, so can I just say that when I got in touch with Professor Luke O'Neill a couple of weeks ago, because we wanted to try to, you know, get a bit of help in getting our, our vaccine skills up, um, one of the things I was thinking about was the, the, the sense of positivity, Luke, that you're always putting out there in the media. And certainly for me, in some of the darker, longer days of the pandemic, you carried us through that, I think. And I think it's really important to acknowledge that and say thank you. Because it, it really yeah. has been I'm great. To say that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm getting the name for being positive. They don't see me on, 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 on a Saturday morning after seven pints, I'll tell you that much. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope to drink cool. seven pints with you uh, next time when we meet in Ireland then. Yeah, uh, you're buying, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what gets me is people say to me, oh, you're very positive. Uh, sci- us scientists are inclined to be positive because sci- science means failure and then you've got to recover. <laughs> you've got to get a new idea. So Ooh, yeah. it's kind of innate to us. But I'm quite happy the people said oh thanks for 
Thanks for saying that, sure, because it's good to hear that, that the yeah. positivity must... We have to be positive, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, I, mean. I, I, I think it's been hugely important. I know that from, like, talking to my own parents, they're saying, oh, Luke O'Neill, you know, it's, it's almost that you're carrying people along with that positivity. Even though it might be a little bit away, people feel there is hope. And I think that's really important. Yeah, there's always hope, as, you, as we all know, and, uh, and I've no doubt science will win. As a scientist, I would say that, but that's always in the back of my mind, you know, so that's, yeah. that's the basis for the positivity we... And it's great for science in the long run, I think, as well, you know. It is, absolutely. In fact, we've we've noticed this year a huge increase in CAO people coming to do science and medicine and biomedicine, you know. Brilliant. All that talent coming in, isn't that great, you know? Stop them doing accountancy. Yes. And also, can I say for all our listeners now who've been tuned in and listening to this interview, don't worry, you'll be safe now with the blind guys. We are fully up to speed on how to vaccinate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very. Or, or are you confident? Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've okay. got my endorsement. So there there you go. We're many things. Now. Many things. All we need is that truckload of vaccines to fall off the truck, and we're laughing. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you right. can arrange that. <laughs> well, Professor Luke O'Neill, thank you very much. You were very kind to give us so much time. You're a very busy man, and uh, we're we're very oh, really oh, happy you, you uh, endorsed the blind guys. Luke, thank you so okay. much for joining us. Great sure, to talk thanks. to you. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks for having Bye. 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 Everyone Thanks loves a bit of Bob Marley. Professor. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> he was great, crack. And you know something? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen Luke O'Neill on, on so many things over the last year, and he's just great, crack. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing yeah. else. No way to the, the guy is, is amazing. He's so willing to share, so willing to spend time with people answering questions. Great, crack. And I think we're going to try and get him back on in six months and have yeah. a catch up with him. But well, uh, we have Jan, to, I am looking we have to let him know now that he's, yeah, he yeah, has yeah. endorsed us. Yeah, we'll yeah. Have to let how the vaccines are going. The injections. Yeah, you forgot to ask if you could if you could call yourselves doctors now. Oh, well, that goes yeah. without saying. Like Dr. Luke, I think that goes without yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doctor Bloom, Bloom, we'll see you now, and then yeah. we go to Doctor <laughs> Bloom's room. <laughs> Lean over, lean over, Doctor Bloom will. Doctor Bloom will run at you now. But but but. Guys, but yeah. I have to say, I love the uh, uh, the idea of we're going for pints with Luke, but Jan is buying the yeah. pints. Yeah, yeah, why is Jan no buying? I'm happy <laughs> because to I don't buy know. Luke pints. said you're buying them, Jan, so. Yeah, 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 no problem. And we will get the Johnson & Johnson before it's approved. The blind guys will have yeah. it ahead of time. Well, we so get the shampoo as well. Johnson. Well, there yeah. is a Dutch connection. <laughs> there, the there is a Dutch connection eh, with Johnson Johnson. It's oh, really? The, oh, really? The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's um it's a semi-Dutch company, Janssen and Janssen, yeah. Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's right. Janssen is the parent company. That's yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's in a, it's uh, around the corner here. You know, Holland is not oh, so. Well, then, Jan, maybe I think you should be the oh, one ambushing the truck. I think so. Yeah, because yeah, you walked into the factory um, and just grabbed a yeah, box of it. I was yeah. grabbing the moment. It was true. <laughs> so who knows? <laughs> Go for it. Perhaps I can. Yeah, but they're never going to stop you going into the factory. You know, there's a blind guy walking in. They'll yeah, say, that's no problem. You come yeah, out with a couple room. of boxes yeah. of vaccine. Yeah. No, it's true. We're Strap yeah. them to Chef. Mm. He's a big yeah. guy. He can carry them. Yeah. yeah chef will take for the boxes. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> will we talk about this um, this house thing? This, uh, what yeah. are oh. called? Now, now this is yeah. really funny because I only heard about this like a week ago. Yeah. And then Oren suggested, or no, in fairness to Oren, maybe he did. Maybe I said something. But we Suddenly there was a parody song going to be written about the clubhouse. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I don't know when, how I'm going to do this. But Clodagh <laughs> wants to talk about the clubhouse. Clodagh gets another parody song. Absolutely. Why yeah. not? Well, will you, go, will, you go over to the, um, will you go over to the piano uh, there? Yeah. One sec. Ah, uh, here. Sorry. Oh. Can't wait to hear this. We, we, Sorry. we do this every oh, no, two weeks. Oh, he's knocking stuff over and everything. I know, but I didn't think, I forgot that you wanted me to sit at the piano now. You okay, anyway, that. look, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Apologies. Okay. Well, you're the one who composed it. <laughs> right, okay. B, B flash, just for uh, our friend um, Otis Stroop, it's in B Otis flat. Otis Stroop, this is in B flat, is it? Okay. And then, and the chorus goes into C. Oh, oh! And okay. people, when they hear the song, okay. you'll know uh, you'll know the song that we used uh, to to write this parody on. In your own time, there, Stuart. All right. Now Claude is here. She's got some news about the clubhouse, and I'm just a bit confused. It's the latest social craze online. 
where people talk of things from French coffee to wine. Clubhouse. Clodagh, tell us what's the score. Clubhouse. Clodagh, tell the blind guys more. Now there are lots and lots of rooms where you can talk of things from crochet to perfume. There's sport and politics and news. And I hear that there's a room where you can go drink booze. Clubhouse. Clodagh, what's it all about? Clubhouse. Please don't leave the blind guys out. Leave us out. Please don't leave the blind guys out. Clubhouse. Clodagh, tell us what's the score. Clubhouse. Clodagh, tell the blind guys more. Clubhouse. Clodagh, what's it all about? Clubhouse. Clodagh, please don't leave us out. Leave us out. <laughs> yeah, and it was amazing, Mr. Stewart. Well, guys, well, I loved your backing well, singing. That was well, that, brilliant. That was fantastic. And I have to say... By the way, the lyric, uh, don't leave us out. I knew you wouldn't leave us out, Clodagh, but I'm not I, sure I why I put never, that lyric in. I would never. Mm. But I just love how you can keep such a straight face slash voice when you're singing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, other two yeah. are going up behind you. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel you someday we'll do a bit of busking and we'll have the three, guy, the three of us and, you know. And yeah, that would be good. That's yeah, a great yeah, Hopefully we'll yeah, make yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Clodagh. I'm, I'm really interested to Clodagh because yeah, this what is really interesting. This is not about the song the says, I'm a bit confused. Yeah. Is... Please. In uh, because and, uh, uh, actually, because when I was when I was young, when I was a young a young lad uh, in oh, school, the young. clubhouse was a place. The, cl- the clubhouse was a place <laughs> where we went to buy to buy sweets in our break in the school. It was run oh, by yeah. a lady and you called used to Mrs. Murphy. Other kids. Oh, yeah. we used to have no. a tuck shop. Did you know yeah, it was a tuck shop? Tuck shop. They called this the yeah, clubhouse. They called it the clubhouse. Oh, yeah. you're right. ah, that's because you're in, in an uppity uppity school. Mm. <laughs> it certainly wasn't. Fierce posh yeah. school. We did have a tuck okay. shop, though. Yeah. I do remember that. It was run by prefects. Um, okay. Yeah, right. Clubhouse is an audio-only social media platform, and it's for sharing real-time conversations. And it, it can go... Basically, there's rooms, and you can set up your own room to have a chat, or you can join other people's rooms. And the room can be a chat with two people, or it could have thousands in it. Uh, like walking into a conference or something. Um, okay. And it's about lots of different topics. I mean, basically, the, the idea is you join... So, okay, so let me start from the beginning. It is currently in development. So it's in beta. It's been released as a beta release at the moment. And it's only for iPhone at the moment. Now, it will be, I'm assuming, well, right. for Android eventually. Now, I should explain that I'm an Android girl all the way. I I have a slight Come on over to the issue. dark side. Yeah, no, yeah, I will yeah. not. I will. Yeah. There's enough of you there. Who no. <laughs> does not need my encouragement <laughs> or money? And no, I, I, no. I do feel, you know, I've, I have a bit of a bee in my bonnet about Apple products, and I don't like how expensive they are, and I don't like that whole cult kind of mm-hmm. attitude. But anyway, in the meantime, Oren let me touch touch his phone, which is an unusual thing. Um, I think for like 10 or 15 minutes. <laughs> don't be rude. Don't be. Who is that being rude? Uh, sorry. Okay. Oren let you use his phone. Yeah, yeah, he let yeah. me use okay. his phone very briefly because he doesn't like anyone touching right. his phone. But anyway, um, yeah, so I did have a little, a little play with it. Oh, God, this is, yeah. I feel bad now. So I feel like I'm saying something terrible. But anyway, yeah. um, so we set him up with a, with a profile and we set his interests. And uh, he had a little look around and he followed some people and he joined some clubs. So there's clubs as well, which are kind of generally around particular interests. And then if you've, if you've done that, if you've defined your interests, followed some people and joined some clubs based on your interests, then you'll be kind of offered a selection of rooms to join at any, at okay. any point in time. Now, they are live, like real-time. Events. Yeah, yeah r- exactly. real-time events. Okay. And you can pop in, so, you know, and you can leave quietly, which is a nice feature as well. If you pop in, so, for example, if, if I popped into a room... Do you like? Do you just start chatting, or are you muted, or no. how, like, is there some kind of no. etiquette? You're automatically muted when you join a room, um, and in order to speak, you have to be 
invited up on stage, which is like, there's no actual stage. It's obviously, there's no, yeah, there's yeah. no visual aspect. There's no video or, or anything, but um, it's kind of a metaphor. And I suppose you, you, so if you're asked to speak, you're invited up on stage and you, you don't yeah. have to go. Uh, you can accept the invitation or not. Is there a kind of moderator not? then? Is there a kind of moderator? Yeah. So if you set up ah. a room, you're the moderator, and then you can create. Ah. You can you can let other people be moderators as well. So if it gets mm. very big, you will need help um, moderating. So people invite can invite you to be a moderator as well. Now generally they invite people they know or whatever. Clodagh, what happens if you want to? say something but you haven't been invited on stage is there a way you can attract yeah, the attention of the there host? is yeah you're kicked out there is and it's 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 just raise like uh, zoom raise really hand. you can raise your hand yeah exactly ah, so okay. and they can choose okay. to let you speak or they can choose not to ignore you and i mean oh. in some bigger rooms i suppose there might be lots of people who want to speak and so they kind of pick and choose whoever when you join you automatically get two invitations to send to people you want to send to like friends or whoever um, okay. and the more the more involved you get, so the more you speak, the more rooms you visit, blah, 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 uh, the more invitations you get that you can pass oh, out to other people. Okay. And like oh, yeah. these okay. invitations are kind of currency because it is exclusive. It's by invitation only. You can't just join. I mean, you can download ah. the app. Um, and I would say just a word of caution on if you're an Android user and you look for Clubhouse in the App Store, you'll find things called Clubhouse don't join them. They're, they're spoof apps <laughs> and they're trying oh. to get your contact details. Oh. So don't join those. Oh. It seems to be pretty accessible. I haven't, okay. I'm not being the expert with um, voiceover, there are but it some, does seem to be. There are some areas that are not well labeled, Jan, but I think, okay. I think to be honest, they're doing, uh, they've done an update recently and it seems to be getting yeah. better and better. So okay. And I believe what, Sorry, whatever yeah. update they did, I saw, I saw somebody post a video the other day saying that whatever they updated last week, it has fixed a whole rake of bugs and they did them very quickly. So they do yeah. seem to be looking okay. at the, oh, that sounds uh, good. The, the, yeah. the, the screen reader accessibility end, I suppose. So the blind guy's shed will have a club room, I think, then soon. Well, that was going to be think. my thought. Yeah. Should we have a well, blind guy's it. room? And yeah. Would yeah. people like us yeah. to have a room on Clubhouse? Yeah. I think that's a really yeah. good so, idea. But of course, in order to do that, they need to join. And in order to join, they need to have iPhones. And I, I presume quite a few. Invited, I mean, I would yeah. say, well, you, and you'd need to invite them. Now, I know you, you guys have joined. And so you have two invites each. So I suppose if people really want, yeah. they can email mm. in and ask for an invite. And I'm yeah. sure you guys yeah. will try to um, accommodate will, whenever um, you can. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will, I will, uh, I will do. Yeah, um, I, I unfortunately use yeah. my two, but I'll, I'll, oh, I'll get my I, I have two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But the thing okay. is that you, um, the yeah. more you involve um, yourself, yeah, the more you invites you'll get to give out to people. Good. So that's good. Okay. So we should we should do that. Good. We should try to get as involved mm-hmm. as we can. Well, it might be lovely to have our listeners and we'd say, on, like I say, on a Saturday evening or whatever we decide to do it, we're all here hanging out yeah. the blind guy's yeah. room. Yeah. Um, yeah. And is it somehow recordable as well or whatever? Is um, it, um, th- that's or is an interesting question, Jan. Gone. It's Yeah, it's apparently the app itself records them. Even if you mark a room private, it records them automatically. And they, it does that for safety reasons. So if, if somebody reports a user, which is a feature, you can report a user if they're, you know, for ah. whatever oh, okay. inappropriate behavior or something. Yeah. Um, so they have to record them so that they can go back and listen and see what happened. I read somewhere, mm. Cloda, and I may have been uh, misinformed now, or in fact, I may have misread it, which is a very good chance that that did happen because when I was trying to understand Clubhouse last week when I was trying to think of writing the song um, I read about something that apparently you can stream a a Clubhouse to YouTube but I don't know if that is actually true or not because apparently um, I think it was Elon Elon Musk did a, a, a Clubhouse session and he oh. crashed the system. So many people went on, it kind of exploded, <laughs> and then they, they tried to stream oh. it to YouTube. Perhaps uh, Professor Luke O'Neill will be there as well. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Well, I think let's, let's just watch this space. Let's see yep. if the blind yeah. guys can get a room. If you're on Clubhouse already, maybe get in touch with us. Tell us get if you room. use it, how you use it. <laughs> get, uh, we get, get a room, yeah. Get a room, lads. This conversation get is deteriorating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, we'd love to hear what people are doing yeah. With Clubhouse, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Listen, we're running out of time, so I want to yeah. just ask you if, uh, thanks for that, Claudia, are there any, yeah. uh, one, or, one, or two, one or two emails, we'll just let them go through quickly? Yeah, I got loads of emails, actually, um, so I'll pick and choose very quickly. Um, I got one from our friend Dave Nason, who uh, says, hello, interesting... Dave. Yeah, interesting ongoing conversation about the Buy Me app. I gave up on the damn thing a long time ago, to be honest. I you find see, between. Some people yeah. are really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Between Aldi job. being on Deliveroo, he says, and uh, for immediate deliveries, albeit with limited choice of products, and for super value for bigger shops, he's been. I've been getting by okay, says Dave. Well, um, well, fair play to you, Dave, for having the having the yeah. courage to get off by me. Unlike some other people who might be presenting mm-hmm. uh, this podcast. <laughs> okay, well, let's, uh, not, let's not be listen, grumpy. My friends in By Me were great friends. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they're they're good. Good. No, in fairness, uh, it's good, good that they're being reactive. No, That's they good. try really well. Yeah, yeah. What else have we got, Clodagh? We're really going to have to wrap um, up here soon. There's a really quick one uh, from Kean who asks, oh. he says, Hi guys, do you know if it's possible to get audio description on YouTube? Let me know, uh, let me know that in the next episode of Blind Guys Chat. Kind regards, Kean. Mm. So Clodagh asked me about this before we came on air. I spoke to the team of researchers who work behind us here. There's a whole team of people who help us. And one of them has uh, just just done the bits and pieces for us. Keen, there's a service, uh, 3playmedia.com, have a blog post on creating uh, audio description for YouTube videos. So I'll stick it on the show notes, okay? That's probably the easiest way to share that link with you. And if you have problems, get back in touch. Oh, there's the clock, yeah, okay. Uh Oh, Oh, no! Uh, So we put those on the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Keen. Sorry uh, we didn't get to all our emails. Uh, but do see you in the clubhouse, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. See you in the clubhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Remember we the might. email, blindguyschat at gmail.com and the Twitter is at blindguyschat. Yep. With loads of kerosene oil in it, we're fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 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 See you in two weeks' time, folks. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye.